Yes, after a refreshing two weeks break, getting ready, researched up. David Lawson joined by the, the great Stefan Hosen. But I don't think we're gonna be great for this in when it comes to this World Cup because there's no way, Stefan, you're gonna predict who's winning the World Cup. Anyway, this is my ready football podcast, David Lawson. What's going on, Stefan? I'm good, man. As you said, we had a little two-week break, you know, a lot of football coming up, so we needed a little escape for a while, but I'm glad to be back. And for once, I'm actually going to agree with one of your early statements. I have no idea who is going to win this World Cup. I will say that straight up. I think the last couple, I thought were pretty straightforward. I went in with confidence in who would win, and they won. And this time, going around, I'm clueless, David. I don't know who's winning. I really don't. I don't see any clear favorite. I don't see any team I like. I don't see any team that we should strongly expect to win. So maybe that's a good thing. For the last two weeks, I haven't been able to talk to you, Stefan. I've been just listening to different public outlets. Let's just call them public outlets and their predictions. And you, if, if you were to just listen to them, you would think that this Brazil team is a mix of the 2010 Spanish team combined with the 1998 Brazil team, 2002 3R team, 1970 Brazil team. I think they would all tell you that this Brazil team, if they are not, they, you know, you have favorites, they are the favorite. If 10 people make a pick, eight of them pick in Brazil. And the other two that don't pick them have them losing in the semifinals to Argentina. Okay, sure. That that's it. Like, they're the favorite. Okay. I don't see I I I I said to you a couple months ago, if it's less than a couple months ago, when we were giving our top five teams, and I've just been scouting teams, scouting players. I I don't see it. Uh, um and maybe I have too much information, maybe I'm too biased. And it's not that I don't think that Brazil can win. I think they can very much win. I thought they had a better chance last time when I did pick them. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they make it to the semifinals. But I don't I don't think that they're that good. I don't think that they are the favorite. That's what I mean by not that good. I don't think that they should be the favorite. I think they are favorites by default. I think going in, they might be the best team. But I agree with you. I don't think they're dominant. I don't think they are clear and far ahead of any everybody. Let's put it this way. If Brazil won the World Cup, I don't think I would be surprised at all. Do I think Brazil will 100% win the World Cup? No. But do I think they'll likely win the World Cup? Probably I lean towards that right now. But again, if they lost in the first round, it wouldn't shock me. Either. So I don't know what to really say about it. I think they have a oh, decent... Oh, well, I'm not like that. Of course, that would <laughs> shock me. But if they lost in the quarterfinals okay. again, I'd be like, yeah, that's about fair. Okay, I don't fair think enough. that this team is anything great. Like, if they lost to the Netherlands in the quarterfinals, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's okay. right there. With the exception yeah, yeah. of Neymar, I don't really see any anybody on your team that you could say, oh, okay, they're spectacular. I was listening to Jonathan Wilson and... Um, not Jonathan, with Tim Vickery, the... South American um, correspondent talk about how important Rickardson is and how good he was in qualification is, and Rickardson hasn't scored a goal in the Premier League this year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe as a as, as a hyperbolic. If, if Rickardson was English and I told you 
we are dependent and he didn't score a goal. What would everybody be saying? Well, that's just how the media is. I've, I've been saying this for a, for a while now. If you look at every squad pick for the World Cup, they're bringing a player who is not in form for their their um, club team. There's always a player who's making that team because it's important more for the international team than he is for, for the club team form oh, right now. Okay, so let's take Brazil more further. Danilo is their right back. Yeah, he's not had a great season. Okay, let's go to their centre-backs, which are very good in qualification. Thiago Silva is no longer the same player that he was four or eight years ago. Yeah, for me, I, I think I even said this. I think if Thiago Silva is starting for Brazil at the World Cup, that's a that's a major weakness. I think you should be targeting that because, I, once again, I don't think he's been good for Chelsea. Marquinhos is good, but he hasn't kicked on. Their left back, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's special. Yeah, it's probably gonna be. Is it gonna be Tellers or Alexandro? I don't, I don't even remember who it is. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 the point I'm making. <laughs> they have Fred. Yeah. They're likely gonna play the Fred or Paqueta in. I know I butcher these names in midfield. Yeah, well, they're not butchering Fred. You got that one right, but uh, Paqueta. Yeah, he likely starts again. Not been good for West Ham. Yeah, yeah. We we're talking about. Yeah, players it. Jesus has been good, but Jesus, as much as I rate him and I've said, you know, overall football and abilities up there. How many goals has he scored for Arsenal this season? Uh, I don't think he's, he hasn't scored in about nine or nine games. I think he, he's on five at least, I believe. Uh, yeah, he's at five in the league. 20, 20 appearances. Five this goals in the league. He's yeah. played well and he's yeah. likely going to come off of the wing. Right, because he's told the Brazilian coach he prefers to play up there. He's had five goals, five assists in the Premier League playing centrally. And he's a really good player. Yeah. Right? Uh, but he has serious, he's had serious issues with goal scoring, especially <laughs> important games. Especially I can tell Brazil. you many of them when he was playing for Manchester City. Or for Brazil. Or for well, Brazil. Well, yeah, because <laughs> he didn't make the last squad. Martinelli, you know you and I have a disagreement on him. You rate him higher than I do. It's not that I don't think he's not a good football player, but I just think he's he's good. You know, he's a good good football, good to very good football player. I don't think he's like there's anything superstardom about him. Yeah, fair enough. Right, I, I've yeah. been critical of Sterling this year. Right, yeah. um, but we're not going to go to England, so forget that. Right, so we're just <laughs> staying on Brazil. But this is a team that is supposed to be the favorites. I give Casemiro credit. He's played some decent games for um, Manchester United. United. Um, there's a reason why Real Madrid let him go, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I I'm sorry, I, I just don't see why this team is considered the, the favorites. I do respect that they have had good, good results. They they didn't they basically whitewashed qualification. Um, they, they always look sound systematically and technically they are very good but they are this overwhelming profound fa favorite martinelli has five goals not bad yeah. more than i well, thought i thought he had three i was ready to rail on him yeah when it, when it comes to international football i think we've both said in the past it's about system it's about coming together and having a system that works well is easily transferable and the players can come in and hit the ground running right away that's usually what wins tournament football. It's not necessarily the form of the players coming in. I, I've said it before, really and truly, if you're an international manager, 
yes, you care about the form of your players for their clubs, but at the same time, you really don't care. Because it's not necessarily what about, about what they're doing for Manchester United or Arsenal or, or PSG. It's what they're going to do when they come together for Brazil. Your philosophy likely is going to be different from the club philosophy. So really and truly, what does it matter if they're playing well in that philosophy for the club, if they're going to come and do something different for, for the national side? And I think that is where Brazil probably have the edge right now. Systematically, I think they're ahead of most teams. And then technically, I think they're ahead of most teams as well. So that's why I think they're the I, I, I think uh, they have been ahead of most teams, if not all teams. But that gap has closed for quite mm-hmm. a long time. But technically, they're still just they're still better, mm-hmm. and that's that is the reason why we can complain about their different players and still be considered a favorite. I have them going to the semifinals, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost the. Uh, the quarters, I think that they will lose either quarters or semis. The people are asking me who they're going to lose against. It depends on it depends on who wins or losing wins or some second runners up in their in their group. Like for example, they could play Spain in the quarterfinals. I could see them losing to them. Um I would pick them to beat Spain. I'd pick them to beat Spain two one. And then in the semifinals they're playing against Argentina, right? Um, another team I just don't fancy. But yeah. my my idea is I wouldn't be surprised if France doesn't win their group and end up on that side of the bracket and end up playing Brazil in the semifinal and beating Brazil, even yeah. without Pogba and Conte. Like, we'll get to France soon, but let's go to Argentina. I was mentioning to someone, an Argentina fan of mine, and I was saying to him, I asked him what he thought, of his squad, etc., and Manchester United new superstar <laughs> didn't 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 make the team, and I said I was quite surprised at that. And he was like, "There's too many good attacking players," and I was, and I said to him, "Who are these? These all these attacking players? I I must have missed a meeting. Maybe maybe it was happening while I was sleeping." Maybe they have some players to come in that I never heard of. But who are these superstar players? <laughs> Debala had two elite seasons. And ever since then, he's leveled back off to the mean. Di Maria is still playing for them. Messi, yes. You know, I think Messi is fantastic. And he may even be back to being the best player in the world. Right? Mm-hmm. But this ain't Messi of Messi. Mm-hmm. This is just Messi, who's a good, who is a world-class football player. Yeah. Who, who uh, is why? Why should why is Argentina getting so much love? I don't get it. I get. I think once again, similar to Brazil for me. I think system wise, they've kind of figured it out now. I don't think they're as far down the road as Brazil have been, but I think they have a solid foundation to build on. I think um, the new manager came in and he's he's put some sense to the selection process. Um, in regards to Garnacho, I, I don't actually believe that you're surprised he's not called up. He, he's literally just exploded up to the scene, David. Obviously, no... yeah, that's his tongue and cheek. I was just <laughs> okay. being like, I'm. <laughs> okay, okay. I cool. would say that I would have, I would have been like, whoa, but could have selected him. No, I would just to have him because that's almost like me basically saying, yeah, I don't really rate your attacking options. Yeah, no, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I, I think he would have been an interesting selection. You know, when it comes to 
tournaments and World Cups. I, I do like the wildcard pick who comes in as a variant, and he could probably have been a bit more direct if we know. But they do have players who fit that role in, in Nicolas Gonzalez or Fiorentina. These are guys you're not going to have any re- regard or respect for. But I think Julian Alvarez is, is similar to that for, for Man City as well. So he'll be that player. He sucks, Stefan. He sucks. <laughs> oh my gosh, David. He doesn't suck. You might so me... I saw him come on again over here. I was like, this guy's garbage, man. Like, what, what is Pep doing? Why is he bringing him on? This guy's not going to do anything. Maybe he might oh. get a tap in. He's going to run around a bit, look like he's giving him giving trouble, but he's really just giving himself trouble. He, he, he's just a limited football player. And I can, I can take all of that and be like, sure. But once again, I don't think that necessarily matters for Argentina. He'll be a variant for Argentina. He won't necessarily be what the answer is for Man City right now. Maybe he'll develop into that. Who knows? But I'm talking to yeah, him. We're talking about now. Yeah, we're talking about tournament football. If that guy comes in, he might be something a bit more direct and offer something that we've we've seen national teams bring players who are who are unfashionable, and they've done dabbing at national at international tournaments. So he would have been an interesting. But again, I agree with you. Argentina, I see a lot of people. Uh, I don't know if they're doing it with good intentions, saying that Argentina should be winning the World Cup, and they're saying, "Oh, Messi! This if Messi doesn't win the World Cup this time, he's a flop. He's not the greatest." I think they're doing it. Um, with the intention of just saying that Messi flops because there's really and truly no real reason why you think Argentina should win this World Cup. They have a decent squad, but once again, not the favorites. I wouldn't even have them in my top three at the moment. They're a decent squad because they can pass the ball to each other, which is important when you're playing a game in which you need to pass the ball to each other. <laughs> but I don't see nothing that I do I do think Martinez up front is a good option and has been good for them. Uh, but yeah, I don't I, I don't see it. All right, next team, Stefan, I want to talk to you about France. Yeah. I, I sent you a screenshot of what the expected starting eleven is going to be. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, you did. Uh, I don't know if you if you got it, but I, I know I sent it. Yes, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, you sent it. To um me. and they said Fafana is going to be in it. And I was like, this guy's got to be joking. Like he must like what the hell is he talking about? But this is uh from ESPN FC. As David, I said, but before you continue, do you know who Fofana is? I I I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I got you. You're not thinking about the Chelsea Fofana, right? No, no, because he's injured. So okay, I was just... like, who the hell is this? <laughs> okay, I'm just wondering if you, if that's what you thought it was. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know okay. he has. He's been. He's been hurt. Okay. Go all right, go continue your, your your rant. No, so yeah, I don't know who that is, right? Yeah. And if I don't know who he is, that means he's either very, very good and he's been under a rock for quite a long time. Right? They are Pavard mm-hmm. and Hernandez who have never rated, but they're good functional fullbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Loris will you will tell me all his goalkeeping traits. I'm sorry, I don't think he's special. Rabio has played two good games all season. Griezmann hasn't been good for quite a long time. And even when he was good, I wasn't really a fan of him. And you know, I think Tukamene is just a good to very good midfield player who is yet to really discover what he is. And of course, Benzema and Mbappe are world-class special footballers. Three are three of the four best football players. Two of the four best football players on earth. Yeah. What's so good about this France team? What's good about this France team? 
Well, let's take it from a different direction. Let's start with Fafana because you know him better than I. I'm not afraid to say I don't know who the hell that is. Oh, well, Yusuf Fafana, he's he's nothing exceptional. He's a typical French defensive midfielder. He plays for Monaco. Decent. I would actually be quite surprised if he is the starting um, deep player for France. I think they'll go with Tukamene and they'll probably bring in someone like Vertut or um, Kamavinga to start. But we shall see. I don't maybe not Kamavinga because I don't necessarily think Deschamps rates Kamavinga as highly as others do. He literally said the other day he's kind of positionless, but he has good attributes so he'll be useful. Um, but let's address the elephant in the room. There's no Pogba and there's no Kante. And once I saw that was confirmed, you know, my immediate reaction was, "Oh, I fancy France to win the World Cup now." <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna go around it. I, I did not. <clears throat> I with, did not, without I did, Pogba, less so. Less so, but I said it because before. Pogba is a is a type of football player who every team, even when he's playing bad, you have to game plan for, and he can change games, and he has phenomenal moments, and in five minute spells can look like the best player on earth, and even mm-hmm. at the Euros he did play well, and people say, oh yeah, but France There's did a- win. France was up three one. They were playing exceptionally well. They got critical injuries and Mbappe couldn't score. Here's the thing. He, he's a difference maker for France, especially. He he does pull out moments in tournaments, and that has been the difference for them moving forward. I mean, looking backwards, actually. But I, I didn't like it. They went into the Euros and they wanted to... Pogba was said to be the one championing this. We need to play a more attacking system. They went to a back five to add in an extra player going forward. I didn't like how that dynamic looked with Pogba and Kante, who I think I think Kante for especially if you're going to go more attacking, it was absolutely useless for them. So I didn't like the dynamic. Since then, we've seen Kante ruled out. I said that's good for France. I think that'll improve them. Pogba less so. I think it's it could be good. It could be bad. But the key thing for me is Deschamps came out and said that France are going to play a back four, which to me means they're going to go back to that system that they, they use so well. They're going to be defensive. They're going to be compact. They're going to look to counter. You, you said you don't like a Griezmann. When they play that system for France, he usually comes up a little bit better. Mbappe and Benzema likely are going to have more space to operate in a counter-attacking system. So I like France more than I did two months ago. I don't. Uh, I really don't. <clears throat> uh, I think you're discounting experience, um, Pogba's leadership abilities, the respect factor that the p- other players have for him. Um, I know they've had quarrels, but they were they all respect his talent. The game recognized game. We analyze the game outside of the screen, so we break down a lot of the statistical breakdowns. We go through the different games and stuff. These guys see Pogba in in and out the camp, and they know exactly what he can do. And he's a confidence builder. Yes, you know, I'm not the biggest Conte fan, right? But for somehow me saying Conte is overrated and a very good player, but has been overrated because he isn't world-class and that he's been put in a situation which he isn't. Somehow I saw somebody make a post about, well, you know, they would never tag me. But it was clearly about me saying that, I said Pogba was this horrible, average, terrible football player going on and on. And I was like, those words have never come out of my mouth. But either yeah. way, those guys have ex- experience. They, 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 they know what it is like when it is nil-nil. They know what it is like when it's one-up. They know what it is like to go behind. 
I know you're putting in three midfielders in there that have never had that experience. And the reason why I said, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if France were to beat Brazil. I've already gone over the problems with Brazil because of Mbappe and Benzema. And France, for some reason, sometimes they can just sit deep, soak up pressure, get it to Mbappe, get it to Benzema, and they score a goal. Similar to like what we saw Real Madrid do in the Champions League, right? So, yeah. with the exception, they have an Mbappe, but they don't have a Modric. So, yeah. And that's not if a football. Mbappe, and that's... I don't have Mbappe going two tournaments, not scoring, missing yeah. chances. The, the key thing with France is the type of football that they're likely going to use has been successful for them in tournaments, and it has been successful for many a team in tournaments. That's why I backed them to do something a bit more than I expected them to do if they were going to go at it all attacking. Because again, I don't write, I don't, I've never really liked the idea that France should be playing some kind of beautiful football. I've never liked the idea that people say that they have so much attacking talent and Deschamps is not ut utilizing them. I've never bought into that. I've always said that they play the type of football that best suits them. They tried to try, they tried to change it for the Euros and backfired in their face. Yeah, they went 3-1 up, sure. They still threw it away. So, and they still ended up losing. They played a horrible last 20 minutes, and that was because they're going forward, they're exposing space, and Switzerland took advantage of that. They're well, going to go. I'm not that game, Switzerland was playing very well against them, but Pogba and Benzema went to a level that I couldn't believe, especially Pogba. He was playing. I think that game, I was always one of those kind of people that I was like, eh, Pogba. I, I was almost like him. That game made me go the opposite way, and since that game, he has never even come close. <laughs> yeah. 60% yeah, I, of that. Yeah, I, I remember after that game, you were, you were singing lyrically about um, Pogba, despite the fact that he was the one that gave up the ball for the equalizing goal. It, but hey, it happens, right? It, it reminds me of one of my best friends who was telling me about, you know, like, because he listens to a lot of rap music and he didn't like the rapper game, but game had an extremely good diss song about. 50 Cent, and he was like, yo, I think Game might be the greatest rapper on earth. <laughs> and he was like, that song was so good. But Game never got back to that level. And that was a similar thing with Pogba. And lastly, on France, Stefan, Varane, mm -hmm. they have him all in the lineup. Yeah. Varane, I don't know, is he, did he get some kind of injections? <laughs> I think he, um, Pogba's witch doctor might have helped him out. I'm not too sure. Uh, I would be surprised if Varane is starting at the World Cup. Uh, I, I saw conflicting reports that the likely centre-back starter beside Hernandez will be Saliba. I think that's probably the smart option right now. But as you said, Varane experience, tournament experience, maybe that's going to work in his favour. We'll see. Hasn't been good for 18 months, maybe longer. Hasn't really been good since the World Cup. Yep. Yeah, you know. These are things we've pointed out, but hey, what do we know? We're just two guys talking on <laughs> about football on a podcast. Yeah, that's hoping for the best. Yeah, yep. so you call it there again. What about moving on to Portugal? I want to talk to them briefly. I've gone completely opposite way of Portugal. Um, Ronaldo decided to go scorch earth with his yep. stupid interview. <laughs> and talk a bunch of madness, right? This is another team that I think have a lot of... They are kind of like not everyone's favorite, but people are like, eh, watch Portugal, watch Portugal. Watch Bruno Fernandes against Fulham. Not a garbage <laughs> display by him. 
uh, Portugal. I, I remember going back to Euro 2016 and before that tournament, I said, Portugal are starting to build a nice little crop of young attacking talent. Maybe they'll one day give Ronaldo the trophy that he so desperately wants and actually got to the Euros. Since then, I think Portugal have been badly managed. I still think they have a decent crop of talent. But I said it a couple of months ago, I have no faith in the manager. If he's going to go into this tournament playing Ronaldo up front, then they're going to be starting every game a man down. If they're going to be playing Gruner, then they're going to be starting every game two men down. I think Portugal are, are setting Sorry, up. Sorry, who did you just say? Ronaldo and who? And, uh, and Bruno. If, if they're okay. starting both of them, they're, they're two men down because they don't do any pressing off the ball. We see that for Manchester United, that their defensive uh, output is next to nothing. And they just don't play well together. It doesn't make sense to me. I, I will never understand why Manchester United saw Bruno and Ronaldo play together and said, wow, let's do that for 38 games for the season. And since then, I don't know why um, Nuno Santos hasn't changed it. But... Again, I have no real faith in them. I wouldn't be surprised if they drop out quite early. As he said, Ronaldo has now gone scorch earth. He's decided to completely turn the the world upside down with his interview, and he's just going to go after the tournament with that. With that being the focal point. Interesting. I'm trying to think of another team. We can't. We spoke briefly about Argentina, Portugal, Spain. Any anything on Spain? Uh, I like the squad that they picked. Uh, I'm glad to see Ansu Fati make it because I thought I think he'll be a very, very important part of if they do well in this tournament because for some strange reason, Spain just don't score goals. But the thing is, he hasn't made scoring goals this season. They say he's fit. I'm hoping that fitness translates into form over the next couple of weeks. But outside of that, I think they'll do decent. But once again, I don't have them as champions. For me, the favorites, Germany, based on ability. I'm saying that they've gone to my number one favorite. I don't really see many weaknesses in this team. That's well, you're right, because that's definitely not who I would have thought you would have picked for them. I actually thought you're gonna um pull a fast one on me and come back and say that England are winning the World Cup. <laughs> but you're, no, you're no, no, no. That is <laughs> I have that just because I pick you as number one don't mean I pick you to win the world. Oh, okay. I think okay. that they are the favorites to win. They are my favorites to win. Interesting. Um, no, when it comes to picking tournaments, honestly, I I I, I excuse England, right? Okay. Whether England okay. are the worst team or the best team, when you're a fan of that team, it's too difficult for me to say England are the favorites or not the favorites because I'm too close to the situation. Mm-hmm. I can openly admit that. I want England to win the World Cup. I hope they can win the World Cup. and we get to them soon. But when I talk about my list, England is not included, no matter how good they are. Okay. Because I'm too close to the situation, <laughs> emotionally. Looking at Germany, bro, uh, favorites, I, I don't see it. Their defense... Uh, Shuttlebeck, the two Dortmund guys, Schuller and Shuttlebeck, they've not had a great season. Um, likely one of them won't be starting because Rudiger will come in. The, the problem, the positive story for, for Germany, Napoli's playing very well. is playing very well, and he's usually someone who doesn't translate to, to Germany, so hopefully you can put it together. But overall, I, I just don't see it for them. I, I, I don't see why you'd hang them as the favorites. Yeah, they have a good team. But they're also missing Timo Werner. And say what you want to say about Timo Werner. Since Hansi Flick has been in charge, I think he's played the most minutes. 
he's up there in top three for assists and and goals. So he's clearly been very important to what they've done, what they've built, and he's now out. So that's that's a big um, miss for them, I think. I have them as number one because if you're breaking down the team into different brackets, they have an elite goalkeeper. Would you agree? Yeah, but he's been injured. He hasn't even really played recently. Yeah, but overall, you would rate their goalkeeping options. Yeah, I've read, yeah, elite goalkeeper, sure. Yeah, yeah, their goalkeeping options. Um, defensively, I would say that they have of all the teams. I would say based on names and ability, they are at least in the top five. Okay, yeah, top five. They might be fifth. Midfield, they might have the second best midfield only to Spain. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Attack in Sane and Ganabri, right? And I know I'm not the biggest Havertz fan, but he has ability. Um, yeah, they would be up there again mm-hmm. in the top three, right? Mm-hmm. They have a they have a a coach that is rated. The team has been training together. They've played some competitive games. Um, post Euros, they have weapons coming off of the bench. They have athleticism. Um, they have the technical ability. They can pass you off the field. They can sit back deep. Why not? Them as number one team. You see, even if you have them as number one, it's not going to be a number one that's separated itself from the pack. So I really can't fight you on that. They, they do have some interesting options. I, I don't necessarily agree with you in, in regards to their top being top. You said top two or top three? Top not, three. I'm not, Top three, I'm not so sure about that. Maybe top five. But they do have an interesting attack. I'll give you that. Now, they've, they've actually thrown in two guys with no caps. Um, Nicholas Fulker from um, Werner Bremen. He's going to be a big target, man. So they have that variant there. And then they have the, the young kid from Dortmund, Mukoku, who seems to be able to score goals. He put him in, cha- put him in a position to score goals. But outside of that, their attack to me looks pretty light. I'm not a big fan of what Thomas Muller is right now. Adeyemi hasn't been good. Outside of Nabri, who I think always delivers for both club and country, it's a pretty light attack for me. Muller experience, can find a pass at the right moment, can score a goal um, at a critical moment. And in Ganabri and Sane, they have top two, top class attacking players that can come out wide, can play off of the ball. Honestly, I think this is the first time I've ever heard you speak about experience so much. <laughs> like I feel like you used because to... this is this is a tournament in which we don't have the the known. It's in the middle of the tournament. It's in the middle of the season. It mm. is extremely mismatched. So the teams that with would have the experience, I'm going. I'm going with that, and that so, leads me to why Gareth Southgate picked the team that is like, you know, I've been extremely, and I call him by his name because I've been calling him Slobrian. <laughs> Slobrian. <laughs> I actually call him by his name. I thought the team that he picked was extremely logical, extremely correct. I... I, I can honestly say this is the first England team in my lifetime from 1 to 26. I didn't have an issue with one player. With the ex- well, like Connor Cody is not a football player. Connor Cody, <laughs> I, I, one to twenty-five. Let's go to there. Um, yeah, I, I heard what he said. He was like, "You want me to pick Tony? You want me to pick Tamori? You want me to pick these guys? These guys haven't played. 
and you want mm. me to just drop them into a World Cup tournament where they have no form of experience, no no togetherness with what we have. So yeah, I'm going to go with Harry Maguire, who has played tournaments, who David Lawson has said statistically isn't as bad as the analysts like to suggest, right? Should be extremely fit and ready. Um, yeah, I I think that's why I'm really high on experience. Uh, interesting. Interesting. I, I'm not saying it's wrong to be high on experience. I just thought it was funny that this is something you're happy on because I feel like in the past you were anti-experience for the most part. But in regards to England, uh, I agree with you. I think he picked a pretty sensible squad. I don't think there was too many shocking things. I, for one, have gone on record and said the only real shock for me is that he actually picked Madison. Um, I didn't expect him to pick Madison, um, but he picked him. He He's given the fans something that they wanted, but for the most part, he's gone with a pretty sensible lineup. Yet people can can shout names like Tamori or, or Tony. I don't necessarily think... If you put it this way, England are not winning or losing the World Cup because they picked Callum Wilson over um, Tammy Abraham or Ivan Tony. England's World Cup is not going to come down to the third string strike, third or fourth yeah. string striker. Yeah, it doesn't make, make sense. But who's never played a game for them? <laughs> but but like really and truly, you're gonna pick your, your nucleus of talents. England do need a, a variant attacking option. Callum Wilson, I think, is in form. He's a variant. Sim I think he's more similar to Tammy Abraham than Ivan Tony, but I, I don't ever for, foresee England just throwing the ball at top for Tony. So Callum Wilson makes more sense to me. James Madison, I think, is interesting. I, I don't necessarily think he'll, think he'll play much minutes or don't see where he'll play. But sure, he's given him that. But overall, the, the squad makes sense. And that's what you have to do when you when you pick an international squad. It has to make sense. I, but you know I, what? Go ahead. I'm surprised you thought that he, he was a shock for you because... Who else would he pick for that attack for another attacker? Who else would he have picked? Um, I, I personally, I thought James Ward Prowse would be there, not necessarily as an. Well, he said that. Attacker. That's why I thought that the pick that you said would be Gallagher, because you know Gallagher no. is garbage <laughs> for you, <laughs> not for I, me, for you. I don't think Gallagher is garbage. You think Gallagher is garbage, but no, I thought he I forgot. You know. <laughs> No. I used to think he's garbage. I think he's a decent football player who's mm -hmm. shown that he has uses. And the reason why I stand behind Southgate for that is I can see England, if they're up one or whatever, I can see bringing on Gallagher to to use his energy mm -hmm. and make a nuisance here and there. Yeah, sure. I'm not saying that... It's shocking that Gallagher made it. I I did think Gallagher would make it. I just think England have picked essentially eight attacking players and they've picked six midfielders. Calvin Phillips has not played any football for the, for the majority of the season. I 100% think if he's fit, he has to go because they just don't have that position. But I thought the smart thing would have been to split the difference and bring... Uh, and bring a James Ward Prowse instead of a Madison who can play deep or just in case, just for the numbers. So that's where I thought it was going to lean towards. But I think that's why I picked Hen that's what Henderson is there for. Sure. I'm just saying for me, you're asking why I was surprised. I just thought he was fit the difference and bring another midfielder instead of bringing another attacker. Because I think the, what, what proved it to him was when he watched Leicester play, 
he saw Madison playing off for the right. Yeah. Not playing in that 10 role, which he hasn't played this season more than once this season. Yeah, he's mostly played off the right this season, actually. He's essentially only. Yeah. Yeah, like people have this thing. Like, I, I mean, I find this so hilarious. When people make England 11s and they have Madison as a 10 or they have Foden as a 10 and Wayne the Great Rooney saying <laughs> his team, I didn't look at the rest of the team. He just says he's playing Jude Bellingham as a 10. I tweeted back to him and said, June plays in the middle of a um, of a double two. He doesn't play that number 10. Why on yeah. earth are you playing him there? <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, no, for the most part, I still think it's a sensible squad do i think England... I, I, I honestly stefan is what i want to get to i know i'm too close to you i think england is the best team in the in the world cup i'm just going to put it out there i think You're england right. are the best team there might be two there, there are two players short but as i've just laid out the case every team with the um with the exception of maybe germany are at least two players short some are three or four players short right yeah. i wish england had a better center back um, and I wish they had another central midfielder. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I agree with you. I think for the most part, most teams are short something, or most teams are going in with players who will be starting who have not been in good form for their clubs. But again, it's going to come down to the system, how you put it together on the day, and remove from there. But we're I was to- hard on England because England going into I, I England has played terrible this year, and many of their players when we spoke about this weren't on form. But many yeah. have started to turn it around. Mm-hmm. Right? Stones has played better. Luke Shaw has played better. The goalkeepers have played better. Jude Bellingham has continued to play well. Declan Rice has continued to play well. Harry Kane has played well. Foden has played well. Uh, Saka has played well. Rashford has played well. Sterling has been better, but he's still not what he is. I still think he might be washed. James Madison has played bet has played well. Mount has played better, but I still don't think he's been good enough. Grealish has been the only one, eh? Hit and miss there. But I look at this England team and I say, this is our front three. Foden, Kane, and Saka. Yeah. Like, why isn't that as good as any front three you can put out there? So England for the World Cup. Let's 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 wrap it up right there. We we'll have to end it. <laughs> I just think that of course they need some ifs to go for them. They need the spine of the team, goalkeeper. Because I'm not sure if it's going to be Pope or Pickford. I believe it's going to be Pickford, yeah. right? Pickford to continue to play like how he's played in tournaments. John Stones, Declan Rice, Phil Foden, and Harry Kane to absolutely play at their peaks of their power. Right? If they play as good as they can play, right? And the if is going to be Rashford, Maguire, Jude Bellingham. Right? I hear you. If those guys... Don't see why they shouldn't win. Right? They have the all ingredients to win. It's the most skillful, most technical England side. It's in the middle of the the turn middle of the season so why not as i said i'm maybe i'm too, too close to the situation um so up to you now stefan who's your final and who's gonna win yeah maybe you are just being what you will always be at heart an england fan and i feel like every tournament you, you start off 
um, the run-up saying it's there's no chance, but you always get to a point where you start to believe, and I think we're just at that point. So I don't wrong you. You have to have your hope. I do think England are better prepared than what they were. But I don't have them winning. I still have the France knocking them out, even though I just kind of don't play France um, overall ability. But hey, who knows? Uh, it, as far as it goes, who do I think is going to win the World Cup? I started it off and I said it straight up. I have no idea who's going to win this tournament. I, I really don't have a prediction. Um, much further than I think Brazil have the the best team and the best system, technically the best. So I have them there. But outside of that, I couldn't give you a final because I don't even know how the group run-ups are. I don't know the dynamics of it really, apart from England are supposed to play France at some early point. But we shall see. I, I'm going to go with Brazil right now, but it's not a strong pick for me. Yeah, as I said, I wouldn't be surprised if any of the big teams win. I can make cases for all of them falling flat. If England don't win it, I have Germany. Um, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if Brazil won, if even France won. I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, we're going, we're going to talk about as it go on. I've been having nightmares that England are down one nil to USA. I never see the end of the game in my nightmares. But maybe England <laughs> will gonna lose that game. Just tell me who scores for the USA so I can put down a bet on it. I think it was our own goal, actually. Okay, that, that should be some big money. It was an own goal. So Harry <laughs> Maguire own goal. Or Kyle Walker. <laughs> oh my god. Or Luke Shaw, one of them. Pick 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 one. I'll pick all three just to cover my bases. Yes. All right, <laughs> Stefan. Good talking to you. Peace.